Welcome to Season 3 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes in defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 47 is entitled, Intelligent Design. From a Christian perspective, the ultimate answer will have to be intelligent design. For intelligent design to exist, there must be an intelligent designer. The designer must have the following attributes. Omniscience, omnipotence, and omnipresence. All Christians generally accept intelligent design because fundamental to Christianity is the idea that Jesus Christ is the creator of man and earth. That God created all men equal is a fundamental tenet of a democratic republic and of Christianity. Upon no other foundation can freedom be based. Christians are passionate about liberty because they want to maintain the gift of free will. The world today denies the existence of God, the absolute nature of law and reality, the equality of man and the existence of free will. If we lose sight of the fact that God exists, that God, not man, created equality, that agency is only possible because of moral absolutes, that freedom is only possible through obedience to the laws of God, temporal and spiritual, that free will is inherent in every soul who comes to this earth, and that liberty can only last in a nation where the laws of man are in harmony with the laws of God. If we lose that vision, then our freedom is forfeit, and all social and political programs, no matter how well-meaning, will lead to captivity, slavery, and misery. Let me offer one Christian's view of the principle of intelligent design. Fundamental to intelligent design is the absolute nature of the law of justice. Consider the law of justice as having the following attributes. 1. The power of God. 2. The perfection of God. 3. The holiness of God. 4. The knowledge of God. 5. The unconditional law of God. and 6. The governing law of all laws. Justice does not exist outside of God, and God does not exist outside of justice. God organized both temporal laws and spiritual laws, all governed by perfect justice. We ordinarily think of justice as fairness. Fairness is a man-made term suggesting arbitration. Justice must be perfect and absolute and unchangeable. Everything must adhere to the law of justice. That applies to all laws, temporal laws, and spiritual laws. One does not think of fairness when speaking of gravity. One thinks of absolute law. Gravity cannot be cheated. There must be a supreme law that governs all laws, including gravity, and that supreme law is justice. Even the law of mercy must obey the law of justice, else justice would be arbitrary, meaning God would be arbitrary. God cannot be arbitrary and remain God. Mercy satisfied justice. That is why we have moral commandments. The law of justice was violated when Adam ate the forbidden fruit. Christ satisfied the law of justice by atoning for our sins. He suffered so that we don't have to if we obey his commandments, whose boundaries are set by the law of justice. We live in a fallen world. Therefore, our laws, temporal and spiritual, are conditional. Where God lives, there is no entropy. To preserve freedom, all temporal laws organized by God for this earth are based on the principle of causality, meaning they have both a cause and an effect. By obeying the conditions of law, we may benefit from the consequences of law. 
That is what gives us our freedom. A nation that does not account for the physical laws of nature is not free. To preserve agency, all spiritual laws organized by God for this earth are also based on the principle of causality, meaning they have both a cause and an effect. Obedience to spiritual law brings the fulfillment of the promises. Disobedience to spiritual law brings condemnation. Science defines the conditions of temporal law. God, as revealed to his prophets, defines the conditions of spiritual law. Just as a nation that does not account for the physical laws of nature is not free, a nation that does not align its man-made laws with the absolute laws of God cannot have liberty. Freedom is the ability to make choices. Liberty is the freedom to make wise choices. Freedom without liberty will consume itself. In our political world, one of the tragic confusions is the endless argument over separation of church and state. Our politicians cannot appear to tell the difference between a theocracy and a democracy. In their attempt to banish Christianity, they're replacing our democracy with a theocracy. Yes, we are becoming a theocracy ruled by political correctness, which replaced the Beatitudes of Christianity. We are now ruled by the conscience of others, for they are translating their moral standards into our laws. The Green Movement, for example, is a religion. Their apostles are given Nobel Prizes for imposing their standards of judgment upon the rest of us. And theirs is a god of wrath, for the laws come down hard on the rebellious. In our scientific world, one of the tragic confusions is the endless argument over separation of science and religion. It is a meaningless argument. True science is based on absolute law, just as true religion is based on absolute law. Everything in the universe, and there can be no exceptions, whether temporal or spiritual, is governed by absolute law. Personal opinion has no effect on law. Truth is the only holy grail. When I speak of laws as absolute, I refer to the attribute that when the necessary and sufficient conditions are met, the effect or consequences are certain, predictable, and binding. Throughout this series, I have maintained that only the truth can make us free. Truth and law are synonymous. Because laws have conditions, we have agency. Without choices, where is freedom? Only obedience to law can make us free. Without free will, we cannot choose between obedience and disobedience. We would simply be cogs in a celestial machine. Justice alone is unconditional because God is unconditional. It is who God is. God cannot create anything that he himself does not model. He is perfect. Therefore, all of his creations are perfect. The flaws we see are the result of our agency. It is the principle of causality in our finite world that gives us free will. Disobedience is possible because primary to God's eternal plan is agency and free will. God creates everything first spiritually and then second temporally. He created man first spiritually and then temporally. First a spirit body and then a temporal body. He did the same for the earth. Without the fall of man, temporal laws and spiritual laws would not be necessary. There would be no entropy and there would be no sin. On the other hand, there would be no free will, no freedom, and no agency either. All conditional laws must be governed by unconditional laws. Else, what would establish the conditions? Luck? Chance? Accident? Coincidence? That's impossible. The law of justice is that unconditional law that governs everything, and justice is governed by God. 
That is why intelligent design exists. God is the intelligent designer. God is the ultimate organizer. Some deny the existence of God because we have temporal laws. On one level, one can understand their confusion because, by necessity, all laws are designed by God to act independently in their own sphere, such as the temporal laws of our earthly sphere, which extends to the solar system, the galaxy, the universe, the cosmos, and into infinity. They are all governed by independent sets of laws organized by God. We call God Creator for obvious reasons. He could also be called the Grand Organizer, the Great Intelligent Designer. For me, one of the greatest puzzles is how scientists accept entropy and yet deny its power. It is on the same level as their willingness to accept the appearance of intelligent design and yet deny the existence of intelligent design. Without intelligent design, entropy would have already destroyed all life. In fact, without intelligent design, entropy would have stopped creation before any living thing could have been created. What is true for the biological world is also true for the physical world. If there were not laws greater than entropy, greater than gravity, then there would be no Earth, no solar system, no galaxy, and no universe. Even evolution depends upon entropy, and yet life happens anyway. There must be something else. There is something else. That something else is intelligent design, and the intelligent designer is God. The day will come when all laws, both of the temporal world and the spiritual world, will lead to God. Isaiah prophesied that day when he said, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. And he shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness shall he judge the poor, and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked." And righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins, and faithfulness the girdle of his reins. The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid, and the calf and the young lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. And the cow and the bear shall feed, their young ones shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. And the suckling child shall play on the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put his hand on the cockatrice den. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain. For the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. Isaiah 11, 1-9 I suppose all Christians look forward to the day when the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. At that glorious day, there will be no more argument against intelligent design. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.